This is a special edition of Turnbuckle Trash. Up first, a prediction of sorts from Dave and Zane that includes Shane McMahon. And then Chris on the mat. It's Chris and Zane together. All coming up on this edition of Turnbuckle Trash. This is TurnbuckleTrash.net. After all, they're just wrestling, right? Woo! We'll break your bones! We'll grind you into pudding! We'll turn your faces off! It's time to take out the trash on Turnbuckle Trash. Pro wrestling from a fan's perspective. Without further ado, allow me to present the newest sensation of the entertainment world. Zane Peterson. Well, he's doing really, really well blocking those punches with his face. Dave Denton. A mindless eating machine. Ready, master control? Ready, switch on. This is Turnbuckle Trash. I'm taking the trash out. Sometimes when you're doing these podcasts and you start joking around, things kind of turn around. Listen to this little segment that Zane and I did after Money in the Bank talking about Shane McMahon. Did, uh, what, okay, here's what I want to know. is Was that a steel cage or a sauna? Because <laughs> it's like as soon as they shut the damn door, Shane McMahon's like, <laughs> He's, he is the one man sweat gland. <laughs> Shane <laughs> McMahon. That guy's like, Buckets, man. Buckets. <laughs> yeah, Shane needs to have a towel boy or something. <laughs> Time out. Shane needs <laughs> the towel boy can come in and <laughs> Shane can wipe his forehead off uh, and hand that sweaty, nasty towel back to the towel boy. Now, jokingly, we started talking about powder and <laughs> Shane McMahon in a baby powder match. <laughs> Special stipulation. First one to get to the baby powder. Next on <laughs> <With> Extreme Rules. <laughs> exactly. The baby, baby powder, powder match. match with Shane McMahon. <laughs> and the next pay-per-view called Stomping Ground is presented by Gold Bond Powders. Well, ladies and gentlemen, WWE Stomping Ground is presented by Goldbound Powders. A little sweaty, a little sticky, try a little shake. Get a little tingle. He's <laughs> he is the one man sweat gland. A little sweaty Shane McMahon. A little sticky. Yeah, Shane needs to have a cowboy or something. <laughs> a little sweaty, a little sticky, try a little shake. Get a little tingle. It's Chris on the match. 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 Uh, I'm, 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 I'm lost of words. The original trash head, Chris Evans. If a guy didn't get cracked open, he wasn't really wrestling. Chris. Chris. On the match. You can make people sit their butts in those seats. Your box office. This is TurnbuckleTrash.net. You're changing your depends over to diapers. Oh my gosh. Chris, is that you? Uh, yes, I just defeated Thanos, and I've got the, I've got the Infinity Gauntlet now, so this show has now been taken over by me. So wow. Chris, a smile on my face. Just, just don't snap, okay? Not snapping today, miss tomorrow. So, Dude. what's been going on with everybody? Here? Oh my gosh, Chris. A special edition 
with me and not Dave this time. You always talk to Dave. You never want to talk to me. Well, I mean, if I talk to you, it's a, if I talk to my uncle, it's a good day. But if I get to talk to you, it's an even better day. So oh, we yes. Really get to see him. We can really get to see what, what we can still talk about here. So, so Chris, what is a, AEW, double or nothing, uh, is tomorrow. Yeah. Right? Yeah, tomorrow night, AEW finally sticks the middle finger out to WWE and says we can do it better. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait a minute, Chris. <laughs> Wait a minute. You're one of those guys, huh? Well, right now, the way the WWE is, they don't care about the fans. They could care less about uh, the their athletes that they have, their, their, their wrestlers. And AEW is trying to convince everyone, hey, this is what wrestling is supposed to be. I mean, look at the way Cody Rhodes is doing his his promos to the fans. He's bashing the WWE every time he gets on the mic. Every yeah. time. So what do you think about um, some of these, these veterans that are coming over, like Chris Jericho and Dustin Rhodes? Um, do you think AEW has enough fresh blood, or, or uh, do you think they're going to start bringing over? Are we going to see a lot of, uh, of older guys coming over, kind of like TNA tried to do, or... What do you, what do you, where's your crystal ball? Is it in your pocket? I got the crystal ball in my pocket, and from what I can see, I think it's a good idea to bring in the veterans so the AEW can have veteran wrestlers to show the, show the younger boys, look, this is how you do the promo. This is how you set up a scene. This is how you do things. And which is a real good thing to do, and I'm glad that they got a, a ring general like Chris Jericho in, or, or, uh, or Kenny Omega, or, Dustin, they can honestly say, look, this what needs to be done, this doesn't need to be done. Chris Jericho sent out a tweet uh, last week, shortly after, uh, Dave's favorite wrestler of all time, <laughs> Brock, yeah. won the, the main. The way I see it is Brock going up that ladder is the most he's ever done in a whole year. Uh, Why why push somebody like him, a part-timer that doesn't do anything, and you bring him out the last second of the match, and he wins money in the bank? Makes no sense. Makes no sense. At all. Yes. So, okay, I found this tweet here, Chris. Sorry for the delay. Okay. Uh, It's all right. Jericho says, Awesome to see, and they tagged Brock Lesnar, at Brock Lesnar. Awesome to see Brock Lesnar win the Money in the Bank match, even though he wasn't officially entered. Brock is the future of the biz, and this is a perfect example of genius booking shows. What? This perfect example of genius booking shows why the WWE will remain on top forever. So uh, I sense a little bit of sarcasm in that tweet. <laughs> yeah, a lot. Can you blame Jericho for doing it? No. Okay, but wait, wait a minute though. Is is that is that biting the hand that feeds you? Because think of all the. I mean, Jericho, Chris Jericho, and he, he's just fresh off of a, a pretty good WWE run with the, the you just made the list and things like that and and. Uh, 
I don't know. What do you What do you think? Is, is uh, you think something like that will piss him off and and uh, Vince will never have him back again, or or do you think he even wants to go back? He doesn't want to go back because I mean, on one of his podcasts that he did, he said he hated the list, didn't like to do the list, uh, and also he doesn't really care if he goes back to the WWE ever again because it's a joke, basically. I mean, why don't you just bring back our lovely good friend? And I know Miles was going to probably want to choke me when I said, why don't you just bring back Vince Russo and let him book the dang thing? I mean, that's what it basically looks like right now for the WWE. It's like he's booking this this crap that we're watching. But Jericho said it automatically. He don't care whether he comes back to WWE or not. He's done. He don't want to be bad. He hates it. Really? Oh, yeah. He so, he, he already made the statement. Yes. So Dave, Dave and I talked the other day about a few things, and there seems to be a lot of, and a lot of people on social media and on the comment section. You know, I... I mean, the comment section is, is like the most important thing to read every day, right? Oh yeah. Wrong. <laughs> so I mean, like, oh, yeah. you know, every day on the AEW Facebook, there's several thousand comments about how the WWE sucks and how AEW is going to be better. And, but the funny thing is, is here we are all are here we are still talking about the WWE. We still all mm-hmm. I still watch Money in the Bank. Uh, yep. And all these people bad-mouthing the WWE and saying that they don't give a crap about the fans and about the wrestlers, until we put our money where our mouth is, the WWE is going to stay on top forever, don't you think? Oh, yeah. There's there's no way on, on, on God's green earth that the WWE is ever going to go out of business. It's a multi-billion dollar company with a multi-billion dollar owner. Uh, he, he's not going to go out of business. There's no way. Vince could buy the AEW if he wanted to the next day to take them out. But you know what the best thing is? is Now that the WWE has competition, now they can step up their game. Uh, when they're going to do that, I'll never know. Okay. But so wait a minute. You, said, you uh-huh. said that now that the WWE has competition, have they not had any competition in the past? Not that I've seen. What about ROH and Impact and and Lucha and and uh, you know New Japan? Are, are, would you not consider them competition? Ring of Honor is the only one that I really consider. I, I consider Ring of Honor maybe competition and New Japan TNA. No, I don't consider them competition at all. They're not. Uh, they're more of a story-based company now. They'd rather have zombies and these, I don't know what it is. I, I keep seeing it on Facebook and I think I'm watching an episode of, a, of The Walking Dead. But, I mean, uh, I, I don't understand how we went from professional wrestling to The Walking Dead. But, uh, no, I don't really consider TNA competition. I, I consider Ring of Honor competition because now that they're joining up with uh, the NWA I really consider them competition for the WWE, but to be honest with you, and you, you can tell me if I'm right or wrong, who do you see as competition? I I don't know. That I don't honestly. I don't think anybody is competition for the WWE right now. I mean, no. ROH is is not even a blip on the radar according to the WWE, and 
nope, neither is Impact, and neither is all the other independents. They're not even a blip on the radar. And so, oh no, they never have so, so let me ask you this question because I've asked Dave sure. a thousand times, and and I love Dave's answer, but why all of a sudden AEW? Why? Where has ROH been? Why can't? Why couldn't ROH climb to the to the second? or third tier on the ladder? Why can't Impact climb the second or third tier on the ladder? Why can't any of these other companies? Why is it? Why is AEW the one to make the biggest splash in the scene right now? Money. Money, money? and TV. Money and TV. That's money what they said. Because look at it this way. You have a multi-billion dollar guys that, that that's backing AEW that got TN that got TNN or whatever TNT, TNT. Or whatever it is or yeah TNT and they're going to go head to head with SmackDown. Okay, that's competition. Ring Tuesday night. What do they call their? What are they going to call their new show? Tuesday night Dynamite. Okay. Boy, it just just rolls right off the tongue. Um, huh. They could have picked a better name for it. I mean, Dynamite, okay, that's wonderful. Is it going to blow up in your face after this is over with? Are you going to become WCW? Um, I don't know. We don't. We haven't even seen the first match yet of this. They're going to crown a new world champion. We don't even know what the belts look like. I mean, it's just we don't. We have no idea. Double or nothing will will be the the grounds for AEW. And whoever shows up from the WWE, uh, it'll be everyone will will it'll be news and it'll be all over the internet. Oh, this guy showed up and this guy showed up. Okay, that's great. We've seen these guys before. I mean, uh-huh. okay, you're under a new you're under a new name, Whoopty Wingding. That's wonderful. Yeah. But I just don't. I hope AEW does well. I really do. I hope they do well. But. We always know that the juggernaut of the WWE is going to be, always be the big boy, and they're always going to be number one. So okay, you, you so you tell me if you if you was going to go see Double or Nothing, what would you? I mean, look at the matches that they're having at Double or Nothing right now. Some of the best match, some of the best matches on the card I've ever seen. Yeah, you're right. I mean, that Cody versus Cody versus Dustin is has the potential to be just amazing because, you know, Gold Dust, Dustin Rhodes is so good. And he's such a veteran. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's such a veteran and then Yeah, then uh, then you got Chris Jericho and Kenny Omega going at it again for the number one contendership for the for the world title. So yeah, it's gonna be interesting. Yeah, then there's very, very gonna be a lot of a lot of pretty good stuff going on. So let's sidestep for a second. Let's talk. Let's talk the. <laughs> I, 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 I last week you put a post on the uh, on the Facebook page of Mick Foley holding up this beautiful clock. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you said, "What in the blueberry hell is this?" <laughs> yeah. What in the blueberry hell is that? <laughs> and then, I, then if you if you had noticed, I had put something else on there. It says, "Great, the WWE has a convenience store title, a twenty-four yes. convenience store yes. title, the convenience so, I mean, store title, the Seven Eleven Championship." 
Yeah, basically that's what they should have called it, the Seven Eleven. Have a Slurpee after you get done with your mask. What the hell? I mean, come on. So okay, but but Chris, it's 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 been kind of funny, hasn't it? Kind of fun. Well, yeah, I mean, our truth been... is our truth is. I mean, I'll I'll tell you, Chris, I'm totally fine with it as long as our truth is in the mix. He doesn't know what to call it. He doesn't know what to call it. European championship or a 24-hour championship. What the fuck? He says, I love it. He says, he says, he says I, I've had this title for 24 hours. Now I've just got seven more to go. And he'll be yeah. mine forever. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it, it, it is. This. Even Nick Foley, when, when, when Foley came out there and he, and he, he was holding that title up, and you could have heard a lung collapse in that arena. I mean, <laughs> nobody was, no one was cheering. Nobody was, nobody was throwing, no one was throwing the babies up in the air for this title. It looked like an old <laughs> boxing title. Like Mike Tyson said, "Here, you can, you can have this." What the? What is this? Did you so, find this at a convenience store? Is that why you called it? Um. So Dave and I talked a little bit about this. I want to get your opinion on it. Um, I'm okay with it. I think it's fun. It's, uh, it, it does throw a little creative curve in things. Uh, I think it gets people, or at least gets creative, stirring a little bit. But what does it do for the Intercontinental Championship? What does it do for the U.S. Championship? What do the U.S. title and the IC title even, what do they even stand for? What do they even mean? Well, I think you put it best uh, when Dave, Uncle Dave said this, that wasn't when you held the Intercontinental Championship, you were the number one contender for the world title. Yeah. That's what it well, used to be. It, it used to be. You held that belt, you were the number one contender. Well, it doesn't stand for anything anymore. I mean, who who has the, the U.S. Championship? Rey Mysterio. Who has the Intercontinental Championship? Um uh, the Demon Damn. King, he's got it. Okay. I don't even remember who has what anymore on the, on the tag titles, who's got it on the inner – I don't remember because it doesn't have the luster it used to have anymore. That title is a prop. It's all, it's all it is now, and it's just a, okay, here's a match for y'all. Here's a title belt. Go have a match. And hmm. it, it's been it, – it has been said that Triple H is getting frustrated with Vince McMahon about how he's booking these things. Well, I can understand this frustration. My frustration is every day when I look on Facebook or I look on their website and I see what they've done on Raw, it makes me want to grab a bottle of Jack Daniels and down it before I go to work. But I just can't stand it no more. Those titles don't mean nothing anymore. I mean, who who holds the Raw Tag Team Championship? I don't know. Who holds them? So, so Chris, do you um, – I, I know myself personally, I've been finding a lot more interest in uh, you know, I still uh, obviously, like you said, the WWE is still juggernaut. They're still the mm-hmm. the king. But I find myself turning towards, I mean, enjoying thoroughly enjoying like championship wrestling from Hollywood. And, mm-hmm. and uh, I did catch a little bit of of. Um, uh, yeah. I, I I think that they're excellent, excellent promotions. They're fun. Oh yeah. I uh, I mean, do you find yourself just being like? Like, all right, screw the WWE Network, screw the WWE. I'm just going to start watching these other ones. Or 
do you are you still interested in the WWE? I'm not interested in the WWE. I just keep up with the WWE for the podcast, and I don't really watch it anymore. I watch uh, CZW, or I'll watch Ring of Honor, or I'll watch, uh, or I'll get on uh, YouTube and I'll watch New Japan. Or I'll just okay. do this. I'll go back to the old Memphis days and I'll watch old matches with real yeah. wrestling and real pro- yeah. and real promos. That's what I usually do. So what does the WWE have to do to spark Chris's interest again? I mean, it sounds like oh, it sounds, you know, guys like yo, myself, Dave. I'll bet you probably I don't know. Would you say? Would you dare say seventy five percent of the fans are? frustrated with the WWE right now, or do you think it's that high? Oh, I think it's higher than that. I think it's more than that. A lot more. So, who, okay, so let's, then let's, let's, let's do another sidestep then. Who is the WWE's audience right now? If it's not you and I, and Dave, and, you know, some of these other guys that are on the podcast with us, and that listen, and, and participate, and who who is the WWE catering to? You know the I know when like the whole Cena or the the PG you know the after the ruthless aggression era the start of the reality era whatever they call it now I mean it, it, obviously there was the big push towards towards kids you know in the PG era and and they were marketing you know Cena hustle loyalty respect and Bailey with her I'm a hugger and you know, things like that that were obviously marketing towards kids, but we're starting to see a little bit more edgy things like, you know, Triple H pulling the nose ring out of Batista's nose and and uh, um, Randy Orton putting the screwdriver in, in uh, uh, Jeff Hardy's ear and twisting it. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. Uh, uh, we saw a little bit, we saw Samoa Joe get his Nose broke and some blood mm-hmm. the other day uh, by Ray. Um, mm-hmm. We're starting to see a little bit of a, a border. I don't know. I, I wouldn't say PG thirteen, but maybe a, a TV fourteen type of, of uh, type of product. Yeah. So who watches right now? Kids. The Do kids, kids that... still watch. Yeah, because they're cartoon. It's basically like a cartoon character now. Uh, that's what Vince has always wanted. He he wants to be the Walt Disney of professional wrestling, and he's getting his wish. I mean, you're making, you're only pushing your top guys. You only have part-time champions. Next thing you know, we'll have uh, John Cena come out with Mickey Mouse ears on the top and start singing or so, start singing the song. I don't really know. We need we need the edge back. We need blood. We need chair shots to the head, chair shots to the back. We need a controversy call. We need someone to get screwed over a title. We need something that'll get the fans going. I gotta watch again on Monday night. I've gotta watch Raw. I've gotta watch SmackDown. Now it's Raw. Oh, did you did you fall asleep? Yeah. You know what happened? No, I didn't either. Let's go to bed. That the WWE, uh, that the ratings still keep. I, I always stress they falling, but they're, they're very stacked. When you have the same old things and the same matches that we've seen thousands and thousands of times, 
and instead of bringing in new people, you keep pushing the old talent down people's throats, and you don't bring any new talent that that can be edgy or. I mean, look at Tyler Black. He could have been the next Undertaker. Yeah, and Alistair Black. Alistair Black, yeah. Alistair Black. Why, he could be the next Undertaker. Where is he at now? Don't ever hardly hear from him. Uh, I mean, they they tagged him up with, with uh, Ricochet, which was a very odd odd couple, I would yeah. say. And, and, and I mean, like you said, Alistair Black, yep. uh, uh, he could have come in there and just mopped the floor mm-hmm. with everybody and be the champion right now. He should be the champion right now. It shouldn't be Cope. Well, I like Kofi as a champion, but Aleister Black would be a lot better as a as a world champion right now. You know uh, what? What I think would be a good feud is Aleister Black versus Randy Orton. Just two really bad guys, two dark characters. Not necessarily heel versus face. I mean, you know, it doesn't always have to be heel versus face. Does no, it? it doesn't. It, it, it can't be heel versus heel. I mean. It can well, be bad versus worse. Well, if it's bad versus worse, I mean, t- pick your poison. Which one would you? Which one would you want? Yeah. I mean, who puts on the worst match of all time? Batista's gone. So, yeah. And, I mean, huh. yeah. I mean, but I don't know what to say with the WWE anymore. It, 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 it's, it's a twenty-four-seven. It's a twenty-four-seven headache. So, um, the 24-7 title is not the answer? Nope. Never was. No. Never was. Why bring that up? So, there's no hardcore to it. Chris's Crystal Ball is saying a little more edgier product, a little more... Yes. Uh, well, some more storytelling. What about the length of the show? Uh, the length of the show needs to be two hours instead of three. Yeah, three uh, hours is a long two time, isn't it? Not three, three hours is... Three hours, three hours of your life you'll never get back. Um, no, it needs to be two hours, and you need to stop all this, these, these, these uh, promos. Quit it. I don't want to hear it. I'm, I'm tired of hearing about Eli- uh, Elias. I don't want to hear you singing anymore. You're boring me. <laughs> I, I love Elias, get... dude. I know. <laughs> uh, the, the last thing I saw with Elias is when he, when he said the next man – to interrupt me as a dead man and I just turned YouTube off and went well I know what that is I just well, and forget this and I think that that's another thing that the WWE like you said it's such misuse of talent I mean Elias is, is, is in a squash match is, is jobbing to Roman Reigns I mean I, I don't know about you but I'm so sick of Roman Reigns I can puke oh, yeah. I mean yeah it was Oh, uh, the whole the cancer thing, and yeah, you know, I don't know. I boy, it sure makes me wonder if they exploited that or not. I don't know. I don't want to say that because that creates way too much stir and controversy. But uh, you know, well, uh, for I mean, Roman wasn't off TV for very long, and he comes back, and all of a sudden he's like being cheered again when he was booed before. But now you're starting to see a few more people booing him again, and. I mean, they went right, they stuck him right back in this. They were like, oh, hey, a little bit of time off the TV and a little bit of, you know, some issues that he's had dealing with personally, and then we'll get him right back and 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 put him right back to where he was at. He didn't have to start over again. He didn't have to change his character at all. He just came back, and they 
put him right as the the man that can't be beat. Well, I, I think that after they did the the, it, I don't think it was an angle for the for the leukemia. If they did, they're excuse my language. What I'm about to say, they're bastards for doing stuff like mm-hmm. that for people who have actually passed away from this this horrible disease. And you're going to do a storyline like that? I don't think they would do it, but. He's been pushed down our throats too much. Nobody but, likes Roman Reigns anymore except the little kitties. There's no doubt in my mind that there that there was that there's something there, okay? I'm not I'm not saying that to downplay anything. But I will say this. The WWE definitely did not miss an opportunity to take advantage of the situation. Will you agree with me on that? Yes, I will agree with you on that. Yes. They took advantage of it, yes. Because they, it was a perfect opportunity for Reigns to come back as the ultimate hero. Mm-hmm. And the man that can't be beat. I think it was a good angle, but I really don't think it... I really hope that they didn't use cancer as, a, as an angle to get a story going so people would start talking about it. And I really don't think they would do something like that, but I wouldn't put it past Vince. But, uh, no, Roman Reigns is okay. He, he's fine in the ring. He can't cut a promo to save his life. I'm getting tired of the Superman punch and the powerbomb and the spear. And, uh, and, the, and I'm tired of the shield. Thank God it's over with. But I don't know what else to say or do. I mean, the WWE is, fall, it is sinking like the Titanic, but it's taking longer for the boat to go down. It's, it's kind of reminds me of that. Uh, kind of reminds me of that uh, that island, that airport that's on an island in Asia somewhere that's sinking just a little bit. It sinks like six inches every year, and they have the. <laughs> and it's like eventually it's gonna, eventually it's gonna be no more, but it'll still be there oh, forever. <laughs> yeah, it's there uh, forever. It's there forever. It's like a belch from a bad onion. You know it's going to be there because you still yeah. have a nasty taste. But it's like it's like the it's like the Clintons. <laughs> oh God! A bad taste in your mouth, but they never go away. <laughs> yeah, eventually they'll kill you. But <laughs> eventually they'll kill you if they can find you. But um, that's nor, neither here nor there. We'll have to skip that part. I really don't want to see a laser on my head tonight. <laughs> well, Chris. I'm sorry. Oh. I'm sorry, Hillary. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, we, Lord. Well, I think we've done – oh, we've covered a little bit of of everything. Uh, we've scratched yes, the surface on, on AEW. We've talked WCW – a little bit of WCW even. We've talked, mm-hmm. you know – WWE, yeah. we've talked some of the smaller promotions and anything else before we send this over to the doctor and have him put this on. Well, really nothing else is everybody, if you see Double or Nothing, if you pay the 50-something dollars to watch Double or Nothing, uh, congratulations. I hope it works out. I wish I was there to see this, to see what the fiasco is going to be, and to see if one or two people actually show up for Double or Nothing that are supposed to be there. Interesting. Let's see. Let's well, see Chris, if Dean Ambrose, see if Dean, Dean Ambrose shows up. I think he will, huh? You mean John Moxley. Oh, jeez. Yeah, John (laughs) Moxley. Chris, thank you so much. On this special 
special Memorial Day edition this of Chris is on the Mac trash on Turnbuckle Net. Trash. Those guys right, were big and so mean. Much. It was a lot of fun. I think they want to hurt us. What do you call that a flying springboard knee to the face? Oh, that works. I like to hurt people. Pretending to wrestle is the most fun in the whole world. The thoughts and opinions heard on the preceding program are not necessarily those of an intelligent human being. If you don't agree with them, get your own dang pod. Dummy. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for listening. And in the immortal words of Ric Flair, Woo! What in the blueberry hell is this? I'll count down for Dave. This is for you, Dave. Three, two, one. Episode of The, of the Walking Dead. It makes me want to grab a bottle of Jack Daniels and down it before I go to work. If I talk to my uncle, it's a good day, but if I get to talk to you, it's an even better day. Hey, this is what wrestling is supposed to be. Whoopsie wingy. This is the one man sweat gland. Shame <laughs> McMahon. The convenience so, I mean, store title, the 7 Eleven Championship. <laughs> In the comment section, is like the most important thing to read every day, right? Oh, yeah. Wrong. <laughs> you could have heard a lung collapse in that arena. A little sweaty, a little sticky, try a little shake. It, it's there forever. It's like a belch from a bad onion.